Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right. Hello, Patrick. Hello there, boys. How we doing? Buddy, it's a terrific Tuesday in the zone. Thanks for being with us. Yes. It was not such a fun... Glad to be here. wasn't such a magnificent Monday because we recapped another loss for the Razorbacks. But that's okay. <clears throat> yeah, that was, uh, that was a tough game. Giving <laughs> up 97 points. I mean, I know, you know, Vandy is... Um, they are uh, an interesting team in that they've got some size, they've got some shooters, they run, you know, their offense is a lot of movement and they space you out. But, I mean, you you know, they get to the free throw. You get a, just a lot of, you know, when the team gets to the free throw line 36 times. Pat, are you at a loss for words? That's it's a lot of problems. Yeah, there were But a lot. it's just, you know, they, they took advantage of, of um of the multiple times whether it was for a foul and and i think they ended up hitting 10 threes but yeah again i mean I, I, it's no secret 97 points yeah you can win a lot of times if i say a lot of times i mean it, you know you'd want that to be um you know especially this razorback team I mean, they scored enough points to win yeah. on the road. Normally. Since they didn't defend. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's the thing, that they're, they're losing different ways, which makes me concerned. Let's get a couple calls in here. We've got some insightful right. people on here, including Savage. You were on with Mr. Bradley. What do you say, Savage? What's going on, fellas? Two things. Pat, you know, we lose to Missouri, and then a terrible old Miss team comes in. We lose to them. Do you see this team making the tournament? And Wes, whenever Pat gets off, if you talk about Jason Peters and the role he's playing with the Cowboys, and I think he's playing outstanding. I'm going to get off. I appreciate it. Thanks, Savage. Jason Peters. Um, well, yeah. If you lose to Ole Miss, you know they're they're they haven't won an SEC game. So I mean, at that at that at that at that moment in time, I can't think anybody would would say that you earned your way into the NCAA tournament at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get David in here, and then we'll, oh, David wants to talk about the Cowboys. David, go ahead. We'll make it. We'll we'll do it because I like you. So feel free. Well, thanks, brother. Uh, first of all, uh, what an ending to the Ladybacks game yesterday. My goodness, they had to have that win before having to go to LSU and South Carolina back-to-back coming up. Yep. Woo. So, anyway, yesterday I honestly believe, Wes, and I was a Cowboy fan, I honestly believe, even though uh, uh, Justin acknowledged the kiss of death Jerry gave to McCarthy last week, that he would not have stood for losing to an eight and nine team in the playoffs. I believe McCarthy was gone, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they'd lost by eight, 10, 12, 14 points, you know, late in the egg, he was gone. But we all know that Jason Garrett, guys like him, guys like McCarthy, they're the only kind of guys that can coach for Jerry because he's got to have all the control, all the power. A guy like Sean Payton, I don't think would have ever come. I don't think he could have paid him enough money to give up all the control. So, as Cowboy fans, we're limited on who we're going to get. So, that's just I'm, – I'm afraid that's just the way it is in the future. So, we just have to live with it. But 
uh, it looks like one victory is all they'll get because 75% of the teams in the NFL would lose in San Francisco going uh, since they've had a quarterback fall into their laps. And it's a great defense, so that's not going to be any any real embarrassment or anything. Mm. But at least we had one good game. Thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh I think most coaches, even Sean Payton, would walk to Dallas for $15 million a year, which is what Jerry can pay. And I listen, I've had my issues with Jerry Jones. I don't like that he's the voice of the program or the organization. Even though he's the owner, I get it. Nobody else does it like that. I know they're unique. They're America's new. Eh, whatever. I'm making that. You know, you, know, yeah. you know what side I'm making over here. But movement. he is competitive, and he does want to win, and I do believe that. Jerry, most people don't well, – because he's the mouth of the franchise, the face of the franchise, they assume he's making all the shots. That's That's been long gone. I mean, Jerry Jr.'s taking over and doing more. Um, uh, uh, Steven? Steven's doing a lot more. They now have a director of player personnel that's known as one of the best in the NFL. Uh, and he's been interviewed for multiple GM hires, and he hasn't taken the right one yet. The reason why Dallas is as talented as they are is because of the decisions he's made in the draft room. Jerry's the face of the franchise. He, he, he's he got a smaller and smaller role. And let's face it, Jerry's not going to be around another how much longer? A decade, maybe? Maybe? Whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa, he, whoa. I mean, he's 82. He's, he means involved with the team. Right. And I so, mean, at some point, you got to go, okay, okay. you guys Step aside. Yeah. He wants to win another Super Bowl. And if he's that obviously going to live to be 130, but I don't got be ridiculous. To, uh, I'm going to hire right, Sean Payton right. and let him have more control. He'll do it. Yeah. If you can get Sean Payton and he wants, you know, uh, 2% ownership, you should give it to him. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Pat, let's talk about well, the- But what would that do with – I mean, you, you just built up sort of everybody around Jerry and Sean Payton comes in and, and now wants more power. He's gonna, not going to be taken from Jerry. He's going to be taken from those guys that you just built up. I don't know how much control he would want. I don't know how much control he had in, in New Orleans over player yeah. decisions, but I do know this. He knows what he's doing. And yeah. if you can get That's, him, yeah. I don't know that even – some coaches aren't that interested in that. I mean, they want to be involved, I'm sure, in yeah, personnel, sure. but I don't think they need they, to have – They don't want to run things. The whole organization. That's nah, too much work. Who wants to do that? It's stupid. No. You know? It's like a radio guy Seems who wants like to be GM. It's dumb. Just some of the do your show. newer coaches <laughs> wanted to do that. <laughs> uh, PB. <clears throat> Yo. I hesitate to even ask this because, again, I don't want to act like I'm picking on him. Let me let me put it to you this way. I'll put it to you this way because I'm not picking on the guy, and I don't think badly of him. I don't even know the kid. But clearly Jordan Walsh is struggling. What have you seen from him, and what can he do to be more effective? Because there were a lot of donuts in that line. You know, you talk a lot about stat sheet stuffers, Pat. Um, he, he ran out of stuff before yeah, tip-off, he... unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Um so I, I, you know, he was a player that I've always felt had all. He's got the foundation to. You can put it on the floor. He, obviously, he can. He's athletic. Uh, he just he's not making any shots. Not making any shots. And I think he's still at times trying to figure out what is my best shot for me. Like I don't mind him taking open threes. I think he can make those. Um, the one thing he still does is he, he still attacks aggressively. What was his um, – so he was 0 for 6, right? Yeah. They're going to give him that three-point shot. Yes. And he was 0 for 3 from the three-point line. Correct. Uh, had three fouls, you know, in 17 minutes of play. Um, it's, it's, I, I think it's unfortunate because I thought he kind of hit his stride more. I'm, I'm a little surprised that he has been as consistent. Uh, and, and he's shown those flashes, but he hasn't been able to maintain it. 
And you'd think, you know, we're midway through January now. Um, yeah, four SEC games, but, you know, he's – you would think that he would have been able to find uh, a little bit more um, of where he fits in the offense and how to get his shot off and where – you know, a lot of times it's, it's where on the floor are you most comfortable with and not just shooting – uh, you know, f- kind of find your spot and your go-to spots. It just doesn't seem like he's he's even comfortable, um, and where where he's getting his shots in the offense. What do you think of what Musselman's doing with the roster right now and the the playing time and starting the Mitchells together? I mean, they've at times played well off one another. Yeah, it's still they... relatively, it's kind of still in its infancy. But what do you think of the lineup change? What anything you'd like to see there? No, you know what? I I really feel like at this point he is I don't want to say like scrapped everything and just says we're going to try a bunch of different things, but I do get the sense that he's he's testing things out right now. Like he's not I don't think he's as concerned that like the the ceiling has fallen and we we're not going to be able to put this back together because I I, they have the talent. They have the talent to get back to a four seed, probably in in the NCAA tournament. It's just a matter of finding which guys and he's comfortable with. And you know, that's one thing we know about Moss is like <laughs> you, you. He's going to give you an opportunity if if he feels like you didn't prove yourself. You may not get another one. <laughs> so, um, and it's interesting just to watch kind of his process of how he figures out and finds what what's works best for them which he's going to do i mean that you know is another elite eight run that's what i don't know about that but um i think it would be great to have this team back to around like the four seed i, I it looks to me like a three seed where they were is is probably tough because i think this there's going to be struggles Throughout the next month and a half, yeah, the, the SEC's just been—it's weird. Um, I mean, you look at Missouri, and I was convinced Missouri Barry. had a pretty good team. I liked some of the pieces they had when they were in Fayetteville, and then they—they they go on the road and lay a couple of eggs, and they hadn't scored more than yeah. I think sixty-four points in the last week in their two two games. What's what's going on with Missouri? What's and how's uh, Arkansas take advantage of that on the road? I think Missouri is one of the few teams in this league that is somewhat consistent uh, after what you just said i think it florida inconsistent florida's a, a, a team that i thought would be much better yeah. so they bring back one of the better players in the sec colin castleton they bring in some of the better transfers in the league and they got a slow start so i, I like it's it is pretty inconsistent the league this year um so i think missouri is is still consistent. I think it's just some of the competition that they're playing against. I mean, you know, even Vanderbilt. We've been asking, you know, this is Stackhouse's third year. Like, when when are they going, if they're ever going to get some signature wins and turn the corner and not just be a 500 team? Um, and you look at, just throwing it out there, a team like Texas A&M, who was forgotten entering SEC play, now they're beating teams by 60, <laughs> and they're 4-0 in the league. Yeah. Uh, so the one team, I, I would say, like, Alabama is far and away the team to me that seems like um, because they, they're they the best offensive team, 
by leaps and bounds. Like, all these teams in the SEC play defense, except the Hogs Saturday night. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. That's that's what the Hogs' best um, asset that they can they bring, the defensive side. Offensively in this league is very inconsistent, like, except for Alabama. Mm-hmm. And that's the only team that's kind of got the double barrel there, man. That's yeah. why they're Final Four type team. Well, this week will be very telling. Arkansas, if they, well, if they go in two, I think we all realize they're in deep, deep, deep doo doo. But you got to get at least a split, and preferably, you better for sure win on their home court this weekend. So it's an early start. I hope the fans turn out and bring yeah. the juice. I imagine they will. But we got to run, Pat. Bring the juice. I appreciate I you. All right, boys. Appreciate you. All right, thanks. Thanks to River City Ciao. Flooring as well, PB. Yes, sir. Thank you, Terry. River City Flooring. Um, actually, about time to. Give him a jingle. See if we can't get out there and uh, visit, do a show from the Marmel location. Today we get everything. Yeah, tile, all kinds of flooring. Do a little fishing today. To, uh, today is Keith Bell's birthday over there. I want to wish Keith, Keith a happy birthday today. So I hope he has a lovely day. I'm sure he's working because he's a grown up now. You got to work on your birthday when you get old, kids. <laughs> but I hope that he's having a great birthday today. Good man, and uh, wishing him the best today. So appreciate our friends at River City. Thank you, thank you, boys. Thank you, River City. Talk to you soon. All right, PB. See you.